You just came from the first part of Jason Ewellberry's interview. We heard a little bit about his history, how he ended up with us today. Uh, but, but now we're in a special treat for the rest of the week. What do you think, Ron? Yeah, guys, I'm very, very excited about this. This is our podcast on our, so I'm going to explain it just a little bit. Uh, we will do multiple day series on our podcast, but we're also going to be streaming live with video on YouTube, on our Hindsight Hacking channel, and podcastinar.com, links down below, where you can watch all the videos and uh, kind of put some faces to the names. Yeah, I'm super excited. This is our first time doing this with YouTube, Ron. So, uh, you know, forgive us for every mistake we're going to make because I'm sure there'll be a few. Exactly. All right. What do you say? Let's get to it. Have you ever wondered how highly successful entrepreneurs think? So did we. So we asked hundreds of entrepreneurs a very simple question. If they had perfect hindsight, what advice would they give themselves? I am Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. Join us on our journey implementing and sharing all of our learnings while we hack our hindsight along with our guest hindsight to give us all better foresight. Listen along the way as we find and unlock their secrets that made them successful. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Good to be back. Hindsight hacking. Thank you so much. I'm so excited here. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the drop servicing agency secrets. Now, drop servicing, what is it? Well, I got three secrets that I'm going to show you. So without any further ado, we're going to jump right in. Okay. So even if you're just starting out or if you're already a pro, if you've ever struggled with acquiring high paying clients in the past, it's not your fault. If you've ever been concerned that you might not have what it takes to build a success story and live a life of freedom, we'll put those fears to rest, guys, because I got something awesome today for you. Now, I know that a lot of the, there's a whole bunch of misperceptions out there in the world and it gets kind of convoluted and confusing because you got the investors of Shark Tanks, all of the angel investors and, and all of those venture capitalists and the banks and the school systems and everyone, even the government, heck, even society. They all want you to think that you have to spend decades mastering skills. You have to get years training, all kinds of cert cert certifications. PhDs and all that stuff. Well, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, yeah, maybe, but not to have a good six figure income online. Okay. No need to sacrifice your firstborn child. Not anymore. Thank God for the stuff that I'm about to show you. I'll tell you. Okay. So if you've ever thought that those investors and the banks and schools and the government all wanted you to fail, well, you, you're probably right. Because if you think about it, they have a lot to gain by your failure, right? Because you have to come back. So the cool thing is about online business and online agencies now is that you're, you're in it for yourself. You're the one that dictates your success. It's really cool. So we're all here today to show how to get high quality businesses to pay you the top dollar to do the stuff that they don't even want to do. Okay. Stuff that most of the time they don't even know how to do. Okay. During this webinar. So my, my goal from this podcast in our, sorry guys, I gotta get used to that. This podcast in our, uh, I wanna help you, I wanna help the people who want to make the six figure income from home. I wanna make that a reality for you, okay? And I wanna show you how real it really is. Now, I wanna help the people who already have agencies to acquire even greater clients, even more top dollar clients. And most importantly, I wanna help the people that are just starting out 
and don't have any idea on where to start or where to begin. Because I know I've been there. The only way to do that is through this course, Drop Servicing Agency Secrets. Today, right here, right now. So be sure to grab a pen and take some notes, guys. And I usually throw a special bonus in. I'll give you a link where you can grab your special bonus at the very end, okay? So I know we're gonna do this uh, in, in a sequence here. We're gonna break it up, but at the very end, so you, you come back on the final day of this web class, I got a special bonus just for showing up and being a part of my world, okay? So before I jump into that, I've got to tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Jason Uliberry. I was a single father my entire adult life. I started pretty darn young. Um, I was about 17 when he was conceived. I was 18 when he was born. Um, Full-time dad, loved it, wouldn't trade it for the world because now I am a proud father of the United States Airmen. Um, this kid is, continues to make me proud every single day of his life. Now, He's in air traffic control. I think he's actually cross-training into a different job right now. It's kind of still in the air, but he makes me super proud. It makes me realize that all the stuff that I put in to be a father was well worth it. Um, so now let's talk a little bit about that. I gotta, I gotta kind of touch on this because it was not an easy road for me, right? Being a single dad, you have to work. You, you gotta put the time in, you, not only to be a dad, but you gotta, you gotta pay the bills. You gotta keep the roof, the roof over your head and, and food in his belly, right? Well, I was able to work my way up from the warehouse of a plumbing supply company and up into a great high paying position. Um, I climbed that quote unquote corporate ladder, right? And if you guys ever watch this video, I love this picture of myself, how miserable I look in this picture. Cause this is me when I was stuck in a cubicle at the end of my, my tenure at this, at this corporate life, I was, I just had enough. And I know a lot of you are feeling that you're feeling the, the, the heat. You don't like the corporate America, how much someone has that control over you. I know, believe me, I'm telling you, I lived it. So I've spent over 20 years in sales and 18 years in marketing. And I've got about 10 years in digital marketing because of the recession cross training. I talked about that in previous, in the previous podcast with the guys here. Okay. So after all this time that I put in to work my way up from the warehouse, to an outside sales position and inside sales and I had a pretty good salary. It finally happened. All of my hard work finally paid off and I got that dream job. The job that I've been working for. And I'm not kidding, this was like the goal, right? This was my target. I had my laser sights focused on this dream. Las Vegas, man. I'm not kidding. Selling, doing the job I was already doing, I got a job offer in Las Vegas. They were paying for me to move. Uh, I was gonna go and, and all have all of these high ticket accounts. Uh, whining and dining customers, going to MGM grand events, uh, golf outings, you name it. It's just, uh, what was it? A company car, expense account, $120,000 a year. It was, it was like awesome. Greatest thing ever, right? Like I, it was such a proud moment that all of my work finally paid off and all of that hard stuff that I put in was worth it. But then I had to withdraw my acceptance of that position. Now, I'm not gonna get into all of it. Uh, it it's a lot of details. Um, it's personal, I don't really wanna get into the deep, but basically my son was a teenager and we were not on the best of terms. There was a lot of difficult times that him and I were going through and I would have had to move without him. And that's something that I was just not willing to do. I was not willing to uproot. I don't care how good the job was. There's no way that 
money could ever come in between me being there for my son. And so I had to make a decision and the decision was to turn the job down. Oh man. So this is, this is where it got really interesting and got really shitty and you know, pardon my, my French, but the company that I worked for, um, they didn't like that. I did that. They were already paying to buy out my lease. They're paying the moving company to move me seriously, all the paperwork and everything had already been submitted and they were not happy, but they technically couldn't legally do anything about it. Right. They couldn't fire me for turning down that position. So this is when it got really disgusting and I, for lack of a better word, I think actually disgusting is probably the best word. I call this the de-shelving process of me climbing that corporate ladder. I climbed all the way up to where I wanted to be. And I thought to myself, okay, I'll turn it down. I can't take it now, but other opportunities will present itself. Well, didn't seem that way. They started taking away all of my Las Vegas accounts that I was working on remotely. They took away my local accounts. They put me on this like answering service phone system it was so like out under my pay grade and so ridiculous it was such a waste of time it was it was a joke um they put me on service plumbing which i had no experience at i was in commercial my entire 20 years in the industry and never did service and then they put me on that um, and then they eventually put me at this hardware store right selling plumbing parts it, it was just like what, how are you doing this to me? I, I'm such a valuable asset to this company, but they, I realized they didn't view me as an asset. You see what I'm saying? How many, how many of you feel like that, right? How many of you have ever been like, wow, this company really does not appreciate me? Well, I knew for a fact that the next step after that, that counter job that I was at working at the hardware store, the next position was going to be back in that warehouse where I started. That means I was going to take a 20 year round trip back to the beginning. I wasn't, ha I, no, I was not having it. Now I'll tell you what, I, I could have looked for another job. I seriously could have, I could have gone to another competitor. I could have moved to a different state. Well, I couldn't have moved to a different state because of my, my son, but you get what I'm saying? I could have looked for another job, but it was in this moment when I had this realization that I was like, you know, I got to take control of my own life. I can't, I don't like having somebody else dictate my success for me, right? Like I, I felt really proud when I had that moment of achievement and then it was just ripped away from me like it was nothing, right? And I, I get that I turned it down, but like to never have the opportunity again, come on, that's, and, and start moving me and, and playing these childish games. No, I just don't like the fact that somebody else has that kind of control over me. So at this moment in time, I did have um, a side hustle going where I was doing a little bit of some IT stuff and web design and, and uh, search engine optimization for a few plumbers on the side. It was just a side hustle. So I made a decision. I said, you know what? I'm already making some money. Why don't I just do get more clients and pay myself a full-time income and I can leave this job. I don't need this job, right? So instead of quitting or looking for another job, I went all in on myself. The scariest moment of my life, that was uh, December of 2018, going all in on myself, but uh, trust me, best thing I could have ever possibly did. Now I did learn some valuable lessons, guys. And I'm gonna, before I actually jump into the secrets and everything, I gotta tell you the valuable lessons, okay? Um, first of all, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. When, when you're just starting out, being creative is like one of the worst things that you can do. You're like, oh, I have to be creative and I have to have, no, 
find something that works and focus on it. That was one of the biggest lessons that I learned. Um, the second biggest lesson is that there's no need to get a, a degree and spend years skill. And believe me, if you're talking to a guy that's taken a lot of certification courses in IT and stuff like that, um, there's no need because a lot of the stuff that you do, you end up outsourcing it anyways. If you're seriously, and we're going to get into that in the secrets. I promise you, there's going to be more on that coming, but these are the quick lessons that I learned. Like all that time that I put in, I didn't even need to put it in. It's crazy. And there's no need to take out loans. Oh my God, the loans, the, the credit card debt that I've racked up over the years, because I kept thinking that I was like, Oh, I, I need this and I need that. And I need this and I need that. And I swiped my credit card and a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't need and just racked up. I'm, I'm $20,000 in debt, credit card debt, nonetheless. And that's not, that's not pretty being those high interest rates on credit card. Now the most successful people, this is the most guys, this is a huge value bomb. Okay. The most successful people in the world, they delegate. Okay. They're not the doers. They're the delegators. So if you want to be the doers, you can, that, that's when you get a job and you get paid for that job, but it's the ones who delegate the work. Those are the ones that make huge impacts and huge strides. Okay. And that's something that you need to understand because that took me a long time for me to actually accept that and actually apply it. But that's hence where drop servicing came in. And we're going to talk more about that in the secrets. All right. So the most important lesson that I learned was the pricing because those first few clients that I had, I didn't know how to do my pricing structures. So I will tell you more clients isn't the answer. Because this is like, I got, I honestly was like, okay, so all I need are more clients and I can get paid more money and I can pay my bills and I'll be good. Well, guys, that's when credit card debt kind of piles up on you because when you have more clients, you lose time. So you have to pay someone else to help you lighten that load, right? And if you didn't work that into your pricing, then guess what happens? You're screwed. So that's what I was doing. I was swiping my credit card. Well, I can afford to pay someone this. I can afford to pay someone that. And just racking up the debt, debt after debt after debt. More clients was not, the, was not the answer. It was actually causing more problems because my pricing was screwed up. So that's like the, the most valuable lesson that I can tell you is you got to get the pricing spot on. And I'm going to tell you how to do that. Don't worry, that's coming up. Um, once I figured out that you could charge for value, this is like the, the biggest trick in the pricing. Once I figured out that you could charge for the value and not for the time was when I started actually seeing huge strides in success. Okay. Because all of a sudden I wasn't like before I was slapping a sticker on it, you know, I was like, Oh, cool. You want SEO? Well, this is how much SEO costs. Bam. Right. Like I'm a grocery store. You know, you want green beans? Here's your price. Bam. Wrong. I was no longer doing that. Once I realized, okay, now I'm not running SEO. I'm not running Facebook ads. I'm not running Google ads. I'm solving a problem that the client, this lawyer wants more uh, consultations per month or this plastic surgeon wants more consultations per month, right? Well, that's what I'm getting them. I'm getting consultations. The actual job itself is irrelevant. What's the value? What's the worth for those consultations? You see what I'm saying? Once I actually understood that was when I started having huge cost clients come in and pay me huge dollar amounts, guys. 
All right. It was no longer a couple hundred bucks for a plumber to pay me to do their SEO. Okay. This was actual projects and actual jobs coming in. Here's a couple, if you're, if you watch the video version of this, I've got screenshots of the payments that, that come through on a monthly basis for me. All right. I got 2000, uh, this one's 2164. This one was 1557. This one's two grand. This one's $600. This one's 1700. This one's 1900. Um, and these are recurring revenues. Okay, because when I when I get a client, they pay me this every month, right? They hire me to do their jobs and to get them these consultations or to get them leads, and I just continue to do that for them so they continue to pay me. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm not giving them a marketing, I'm giving them a result. Make sense? All right. So not, honestly, don't take my word for it because how I actually came into all of this, and you can go to the twocommaclub.com. It's a, it's a million dollar concept, literally. That's why they call it the twocommonclub.com. Whole bunch of million dollar businesses that go through. And anybody that does a million dollars through, through the system, um, they get the Two Comma Club award. Now, the cool thing about the Two Comma Club is because a lot of people think that they have to do it for their own business. Well, I do it for other businesses. That's the beautiful part, right? And you, I, I got a whole bunch of pictures here of all the different people that have won the two comic club, which I'm going to skip by because that's really not that important. What's important is, is that once you learn the system, you can do it for yourself. Sure. One of these days, yeah, I'll have the two comic club. But what's even cooler is that I'm doing it for other businesses, right? I'm getting them leads. I'm getting, and that's for some reason that is so much more gratifying. I can't even describe it. It's awesome to do this. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I want to kind of kind of breeze through this part. I want to kind of go over it. And I want to kind of get to the, to the, to the meat and potatoes of the whole thing. Because I'm, here's the bottom line, guys. I know just like myself, we've all been through the indoctrination program that we call the school system. And we've all spent our entire life thinking the same things, right? Because, because of the system, because of the way that everything's laid out for us, trust the system. It's the safe way to live, right? And we believe it to our very core. It's like, just trust it, just do it. And if you save up in 40 years, then you can start living, you know, then you can retire on the beach, you can go fishing, golfing, whatever you want in 40 years at the end of your life, then you can live, which still baffles me to this day. Um, or borrow money. That was my favorite borrow money. Everybody else does, right? Oh, you want a business borrow money. It's like, why? That's like not even necessary anymore. I get it like 50, hundred years ago. If you want to open a store or something. Let me ask you this. Do you really believe any of that? If you trust the system, it's the safe way to live. I trusted the system and I ended up hating my job. I trusted the system and I, I, I was unemployed in the recession, right? You're not safe. Do you really want to wait until you're 80 before you can actually retire? Do you really want to borrow a crap ton of money? All right, so a couple of people that I did want to huge honorable mentions. And again, I wanted to breeze, breeze past this. Uh, David Asarno, he's a five-time Two Comma Club Award winner, one of my idols, okay? Because as far as digital marketing goes, he's the prime example of building a business for other businesses, helping other businesses build their business. It is so lucrative that companies will pay you money hand over fist because you're getting them that service. Like I said, right? You're getting them a result. You're getting them leads. So David Asarno, awesome dude. Uh, Kevin David, awesome with his Facebook ads and his course. He did it. He used the system. He got those results. He doesn't do the agency anymore. And neither does Dan Henry. But Dan Henry is the other one that I want to talk about. But all three of these guys use the system sales funnels with digital marketing. Okay. Drop, serving, drop servicing with funnels. 
That's all they're doing. Because here's the, here's the end result, guys, is that they're not doing the funnels themselves. They're having other people do the funnels for them. Does that make sense? Remember when I said that they delegate visionaries, people delegate that work. And I'm going to get into that here. Okay. All right. So what we're going to be covering over the next couple of days, guys, is we're going to cover the top, my three best secrets to drop servicing. Okay. We are going to cover secret number one, how to get your first high paying client, even if you don't have any money. That's right. No money. You're going to get your first client. Doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to go get a loan. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Like I said, you get the you get a top paying client, no money. Secret number two, how you can get started right away, even without any skills. Okay. And you don't have to go take all the courses that I took. I know I said I took a whole bunch of courses. And remember how I said, it's like, I, I wish I knew back then that I, I didn't need to learn all this crap because I could just have other people do it for me. It's what I do anyway. And so no skills necessary. How you can get started right away, no skills necessary. Get started. And secret number three, how to scale to multiple clients, even without a marketing budget. Okay. So that means that you can get multiple clients. You don't have to run ads to acquire those clients. We're going to show you the free organic ways to do it and, and actually grow a six figure agency. Okay. So come back around tomorrow, guys. We are going to jump right in to that first secret on how to get your first high paying client. Even if you don't have any money. All right. We're super excited. Thanks for listening today, guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, everyone. I truly hope you enjoyed that first part of the six-figure agency from Jason. Uh, I know it was a wealth of information for me. What about you? Yeah, you know what, Corey? I think even if you are not like drawn to what he's talking about, you can actually start to see how the process can maybe help you, the listener, in their current business. Yep, absolutely. And so everyone, come back tomorrow. We will uh, put you in front of part two of this podcast in our series. So day three with Jason, part two of the podcast in our. And, uh, you know, also feel free to find us in Facebook at Hindsight Hacking. And guys, thank you for joining us. For all of you on YouTube, make sure you hit click and subscribe. So then you're notified every time one of these videos come on board and we want to thank you for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.